It's uh, Party Time Mom. Welcome to another episode of the Chad Prather Show. Anthony Russo, our good friend, joining us again on the couch. Of course, the puppet master Mark and Let's Love Brandon are at the helm, driving us into the nether regions. Uh, it's Monday, every bit of it. And uh, wow, it's uh, still hot in Texas. It's mm-hmm. Last week was the first day of fall, and uh, it'll still be 95 degrees for at least another six weeks here. And uh, yeah, anyway, maybe November <laughs> will start to cool off. How you been? Uh, you know, just living the dream. Yeah, are you? Yeah, not bad. <laughs> you put out a video. I don't know when you put it out. I saw it yesterday. It's a couple of, of, yeah. Of eating the, is it the Packy? Yeah, Packy One Chip Challenge. The One Chip Challenge. Yeah. We had a pile of those things sitting around. Remember that, Mark, when we had those things sitting around the studio? We had all those. And what it is, is they basically just take the, uh, they just press a bunch of peppers together. The Reaper. Yeah. The Reaper. Reaper and then straight capsaicin. So I, I'm a pepperhead, so I'm like, there's you not like hot stuff. There's not much I can do. And I also I also like the challenge. And I'm not gonna lie, this one hurt. Like I like most would be like, just give it a shot. I actually said to my girlfriend Kelly, I was like, do not. Yeah. This is not worth this is bad. I did, I held it for the five minutes, didn't have any milk. And the peppers. challenge is you eat the chip. Yep. You're not you're like you do un, you take it out of the package or one chip in the package. Right. You take it out, don't touch it with your fingers because that's murder later on yeah you take a contact lens out or god forbid get frisky with somebody right but uh yeah (laughs) so the uh and then you eat the chip and you gotta wait five minutes before you drink anything right right and the problem is like so in years past i've wanted to get this for a long time yeah and it's hard to get online and it's you know difficult but now you can buy it at 7-eleven for 8.99 8.99 or whatever it is which is insane for a single chip the the, the reason they're promoting it is because now they have this whole tiktok thing yeah. which i think the reason it's 8.99 is because they have to pay for the insurance because there's kids dying it's i i would not recommend any normal human being even yeah, don't try do this. it you're don't. a pepperhead I'm you're a pepper into head. all that hot stuff i'm a pro don't do it yeah i did it well i guess it was last year cause again because it was here and i'm stupid i'll do it again for charity it's horrible because <laughs> stuff like that just makes you feel bad forever i mean it really does yeah. And uh, it's going to make your poop sting tomorrow. It's it going to give you heartburn. I actually went to the – I had to rent a car the next morning on my way to college football, and I, I go into the, the car rental place, and as I'm waiting in the line already, like, running late, I was like, yep, now it's time. And I'm like, do you have a bathroom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys were in where? Little Rock, Arkansas? Little so Rock, you, you filmed the thing. The bottom line, you filmed yeah. it. It was a great video that you did, and I could feel your pain. Oh, it hurt. The uh, I learned something from watching that video because you talked about it hadn't hit its peak yet. Yeah. Because it's you could see it still getting hotter. You yep. feel that it's not like at that point. But you guys went to the Jason Aldean concert. Yep. Did was there any illusion? Uh, I'm going to do a truck video maybe this afternoon. I'm going to do a truck video about the whole Brittany Aldean, yeah. Marin Morris controversy. And this is a month old yeah. now. But now that Marin Morris comes out and says she feels uncomfortable going to the Academy of Country Music Awards. I don't want to go to the ACMs. I don't know if I'm going to go. It'll be a game-time decision. I don't know if I feel comfortable being there. Blah, 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 blah. For calling out, you know, she called out Brittany Aldean, called her uh, Insurrection Barbie. She <laughs> called her uh, uh, a couple different scum, yeah. you know, and all this kind of stuff. All for saying, I'm glad that when I was going through my tomboy phase, my parents didn't decide to, you know. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great post, and it wasn't. It wasn't overly negative on the other side. Yeah. And yeah, I actually. So I was with DJ Silver, a buddy of mine, who's Jason Aldean's DJ. Him and uh, Brittany were standing next to each other. I wanted to talk to her. I, I met them at, at a wedding one time. But it's it's crazy because I did ask. I asked uh, DJ Silver. I was like, "Is this?" 
like, are, how are they handling this stuff? Are they just laughing it off? Are they mad about it? And at this point, they're just getting mad about it because it's getting it's gotten ridiculous. And then when you got Marin Morris, that's playing victim. Yeah, and even country music has now become fifty-fifty split, liberal and and conservative, yeah. which is well, just insane. If you go to Nashville, Music Row, if you want to still call it that, those production companies, those record labels, they're run by leftists. Yep. I mean, it's all about that. That's why country music changed twenty years ago. It went from cheating, drinking, and dying songs to women's empowerment, and you know. It, I'm going to scratch your car with a key because you're probably cheating on me, that kind of thing. And women, you know, or what was it? um, I'm going home, going to get my shotgun, wait at the door and light a cigarette. You know, the Miranda Lambert. Again, women, you know. Which I do think some of those, like I mean, it was Carrie Underwood. They are actually more to the right, but the whole, right. the whole writing of it, the concept of it, has, every bit of it, has veered, has veered very left. Yeah, and again, I think that Waylon Jennings is probably rolling over in his bourbon embalmed grave because imagine in that day of outlaw country of calling somebody out for saying something that's supposedly controversial. Right. So I could see where they're probably at this point. Just it's old. Right. And well, and they lost their, they lost their P, uh, Jason PR, company. PR company. Yeah. Which I'm like he's going to get a better one anyway 17 years how like it's pretty insane somebody like a, a jason aldean they could af- they would afford to do that but they're just doing that because they know they're they're going to gain some of the newer younger leftist yeah. country artists it's just- but imagine you've been in partnership you've made this company a lot of money for 18 years almost two decades and then they're going to drop you they know you. They've known you all along. They yeah. wouldn't do business with you for 18 years if yeah. they didn't have a personal relationship with you. They know you. They know your person, your character. They know how you treat your employees. They know how you treat your staff, your crew, everybody, your fans, all of that stuff. You show up on time. You get the job done. You do it with excellence. All this stuff to be successful in any business, but specifically that, because he's at the top of the top. Um and you're going to drop them over your wife's social media post that was tongue in cheek said, I'm just glad they didn't cut off my girly bits when I was a tomboy. Yeah. I mean, and, that, that's insane to me. Yeah. And, and, and even talking to Silver, and he's worked a lot of country artists, and Jason actually really does treat his employees really well. He does. Like, I know for a fact he does. He's a, he's a good dude. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I've, when I've hung out with him at the wedding, it wasn't like he was the, like, the, blast of the party not at all but he was a genuinely nice guy treats his employees well and you're going to tell me that over something your wife said it it it's just the sheer insanity and now she's playing victim she won yeah. that's the problem with it all because i know jason will come out better on the other end but fact is she still won because she gets to make a notch the left gets to make a notch and say we got him to lose his pr company and that's still a win no matter what well and what's funny is i knew Marin back when she was a fort worth artist right mm-hmm. so she was a texas artist she goes to nashville we watched her it's kind of a meteoric rise she gets the my church song that comes out it's a hit and i just noticed her because I, I knew her. She starts taking off more and more clothing, right? <laughs> you go to Nashville, it's like, really? I this, Do you need skin to sell a country song? But apparently, she doesn't sing a song without cleavage, so obviously she's taking advantage of her girly bits, too. Yeah. Right? So anyway, I, I saw that you were at the show. I wanted yeah. to ask about that. I know you were with uh, the Silver. I just want to see what was up on that whole deal. Yeah. Um, and again, you know what you're going to have? You're going to have people who are going to come out and say, Jason, I've seen it on the Facebook post. Jason Aldean and Brittany Aldean, they're not patriots. You can't call them patriots. He cheated on his wife with her. And gee, blah, 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 blah. They didn't serve in the military. And I'm like, listen, y'all are dumb. I didn't serve either. Guess I, what? I, I still mean, can call myself a patriot. Exactly. At, th- at this point, it's anybody fighting for the ideal, the idea that is exactly. America. A person that, a person, patriots aren't just people who served in the military. Truth. Uh, people take a stand. Look, Jason Aldean's got, uh, he can reach millions of people. 
100%. At any given time. And again, he's not the most, as you said, he's not the life of the party. You get around him personally, he's a quiet, subdued yeah, guy. He's pretty so. chill, right? Um, and he's a pretty laid-back dude. But he could, he could use his platform to go any direction he's wanted to do. He's chosen to support his wife. He's chosen to be outspoken about, you know, saying these controversial things like, I love America. Yeah. You know, God forbid you say that these days. So, yeah. Anyway, but don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about that, uh, guys. Here's what you really need to worry about, and that is the president of the United States who made a statement the other day about a 12-year-old. Play the clip. But guess what? We got a lot to do. Gotta say hi to me. We go back a long way. She was 12, I was 30, but anyway. This woman helped me get an awful lot done. Anyway. Like, like, like what? What'd she help you get done? I was, I was 30 and she was 12. That's, that's weird. So weird. Can you imagine anybody on the right saying that? No, because I mean, no sane human being would say that in front of a mass, massive crowd. And then you've got the people that are like paid to laugh in the background. Yeah. How can they, that, that's the problem. We know he's gone, but the people in the background that are okay with this (laughs) garbage. Well, (laughs) and and you have uh, like Monica Crowley. You know, Monica Crowley, she said on her podcast, she said, as dementia progresses, patients lose more of their filter and tend to blurt out the truth. Um, (laughs) There's a lot of stuff that's out there at some point in time when you wake up and go, okay, there's a lot of stuff creepy about Joe Biden, but he's slipping. He's done slipped. Uh, I loved the clip. I don't love it. It's, it's, It's concerning to me. The clip where he's at the U.N. and he gives the speech and then he turns by it. Yeah, Yeah. intrigued, fascinated. It's quite the novelty, uh, but where he just turns and he's like literally just walking off into the nether regions, like so like just just wandering, doesn't know where to be. And then you could tell somebody's telling him stop walking, and he goes, he just does his hands like I'm I'm, I'm going to be right here. Mm-hmm. And then they say his name, and he turns around like, oh my god, where am I? It's so bad, it's horrible. And people still will deflect to Trump, no matter like it or love, like hate him or whatever. There is no comparison to what is going on with joe biden and trump no. like, uh, there's just there's no rational human being that can still hold that you That's you not. have made a career out of being in the middle in terms of of looking at things from the perspective of you're not going to go extreme either way on something and i've always appreciated that about you and uh, in your show now you know blunt force discussion which is a great podcast everybody needs to get and needs to be listening to um it's kind of a little more free reign and i've been on a couple of times and uh I, it's, I, I love the long-form conversation that you're able yeah. to have with people. But you've seen, you've been subject to cancellation. You've been subject to the censorship. You've seen it now. How hard is it to stay, at least in terms of what today's political landscape is, how hard is it to stay in what they used to define as the middle? Well, I, I think I'm still in the middle. But right. it, it, the thing is, it's it's such a delusionary process to figure out where that is. And... um you know, with the show, it, it, the cool part is I've had, well, you said I made a career out of it, which is funny, is I've actually lost a career because of it. Yeah. And I still haven't really remade the career yet. And I think it's interesting that that's the place we're in. The fact that I lost friendships, lost business by taking a right-leaning stance at the center. So how hard is it? It's getting harder by the by the minute. Because at one point, I'll look at I'll look at comments, and I'll look at some of the statements, and I'm sorry, the left, that loving left joke is, is actually what fuels yeah. me to continue that conversation. Like, and, and some of the guests kind of motivate me to keep going. I had Chad O'Jackson, he'll be on this coming week's Blunt Force discussion. Brilliant guy, uh, um, Uncle Tom too. And watching him say stuff that I feel like if I said I'd get 
I get beyond canceled for. I would literally be deemed a white supremacist, but he's just calling out the issues in certain parts of black culture. Having those conversations make me feel a little bit better about where I feel the center is. And I still have center opinions. Like I still think gay people should be allowed to get married. I still think drag shows should be allowed to happen just not in front of children like it's just there, there is a middle someplace and i do and i like the ability to sometimes be able to lean on issues with the right i'll yeah. say things at the right like i think trump's statement that he goes i can what did he say last week i can uh uh declassify things with my brain i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> like that that's a mistake yeah or is it i think he's also wicked smart because that can actually now that it's on national tv can show up in court he can say that he he, he can plausible deniability so right. i thought based on the rule nobody nobody reads the rules to the president what they can do so is it smart is it also fodder is it stupid so the middle ground is just pushed very far right but i like the ability to still call out some of the mistakes that yeah. conservatives yeah you, you have to do it yeah right uh i think you have to do it but these days like i could go on twitter right now as a matter of fact I'm going to do it. I'm going to go on here right now. Now, this might be a tweet that gets me banned. Okay, let's, let's see what just you got. see. I'm going to go, Nazis suck. All right? <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tweet that right there. There it goes. Then do dash Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say, now, let's let that marinate. Yeah. I just tweeted it right there. Let's let that marinate for a little while, and let's just see the comments that come back. All right. All right, let's see. Let's see what pops back in. Because I'm going to predict that people are going to say, well, then why are you one? Right. Right? I, I don't know of anything that equates me to being Nazi-esque. Yeah. Uh, maybe something people know something about me I don't know. But uh, let's see what comes back. The cool part is we get to do that in real time. My Twitter, if I were to tweet something by the end of the show, we might still not have a comment on it. <laughs> Well, we'll see what happens. I might get banned for twit from Twitter. You might just for saying the word Nazi. Maybe. So who knows on something like that? We'll see. Uh, but let's see what comes back. And and again, I'm at a point now where, and I hate to admit this, a little bit of my blood pressure goes up every time I tweet something. Yeah. Just because it's like, oh my god, the inflammatory stuff that's going to come back is just going to be. I'm I'm lucky that I, I Twitter is not my following. I still have a decent Facebook side, and and that's where well, I see. Well, if some. you interpreted me only by my Twitter, mm-hmm. we'd have a problem because I go on there just to stir shit up. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I you Facebook, Alex Stein your your Twitter a, a little bit. I'm way more <laughs> I'm way more uh, nice and jovial and fun and stuff like that. But even Facebook's starting to get pretty vitriolic. Oh, so horrible! It's it's bad. Yeah. Uh, they, they start to dig into your, they try to get in your personal life. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to a break. Uh, Inflation Reduction Act, that's a joke. Um, if inflation is transitive, like Biden said, then what's all the fuss? Instead, we get a bill with so much pork in it that it make Oscar Mayer bl- throw up. Uh, I'm telling you, the only thing that's going to get reduced are the dollars in your bank accounts. That's why I've been taking things into my own hands. Numerous different investing strategies. But uh, I'm trying to invest in an asset that had better appreciation than real estate and the S&P and even gold last time inflation was this high. And I'm talking about my investments in contemporary art. Yep, that's right. Contemporary art with masterworks. I'm not talking about hunter's finger paintings either these are the legends picasso level stuff so valuable that it's outpaced the s p 500 by more than double for the last 25 years i've talked about masterworks a few times on the show because i think it's a genius idea and you can get involved with it they're essentially letting you invest in a portion of these multi-million dollar paintings now it's no wonder that they have over 500,000 members with over 500 million dollars invested so far because so far masterworks has sold six paintings for an average net return of over 29 percent inflation be damned here's the best part so listen up 
I've got uh, one of the best communities out there. I'm getting you guys an exclusive offer only for the Chad Prather audience. When you sign up at masterworks.com, use promo code CHAD. I spell it Chad. Skip the wait list. Start investing immediately alongside me. That's masterworks.com. Use promo code Chad. Review important disclosures at masterworks.com slash CD. Again, masterworks.com. Use promo code Chad. Skip the wait list. We'll be right back. So, uh, uh, <laughs> it's time for tequila. I, did, you, is your coffee cup empty yet? It can be. It can be? Yeah. You finish your coffee. Let's do some tequila. Last week, I got pretty wired. I got pretty fired up. I mean, a lot of people were blaming the tequila, Mark. Uh, and they don't understand. They just don't get it. They don't understand that I was literally pretty fired up. I personally thought that it was a great clip, um, the things that I had to say. And uh, I got a little pushback on it. Mm. And yet, didn't care. It smells good. Didn't oh, that! Care. Oh, the clip that I texted you after. <laughs> yeah. Holy nuggets! That was great. <laughs> that was phenomenal. Fortunately, you had a bleepy mm-hmm. guy that day. Yeah. Yeah. Chris is out. Chris isn't bleeping, so we're going to save some of the bombs. But oh, that's uh, good. It's not a bad tequila, right? It's actually really good. It's not bad. This yeah. is some Chris got for seven dollars. Um, what is this stuff called? It's called Casa Mexico. <laughs> For those of you who don't habla espanol, that's Casa Mexico. Mexico. Yeah. Um, the Wawa in Philadelphia. Uh, so they go in. Who, where was I? I was talking to somebody the other day, and they were telling me about they had gone into a store. Um, yeah, a friend of mine. He, he, we were having dinner the other night. He had gone into a store outside of San Francisco where they'd gone up to the Redwoods. And... Um, they go into a store and he said, you could just tell this group of people came in and he looks at his wife and goes, something's about to happen and it ain't right. And he goes, we got to get out of here. And it was one of those mobs where they were coming in to ransack the place and just smash and grab. Yeah. Well, that happened at the Wawa in Philly. All the um, white supremacists were about to run in behind him, right? Yeah, 100%. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always the whites. Yeah. It's always, oh, yeah. I blame white you people You got to watch this. out for them. So uh, do you have the clip? Play that clip of the Wawa. Here they go. Here they go. Y'all all stupid. <laughs> real. Everybody Y'all running through ugly, stealing stuff. It's the usual stupid. suspects. Broke. People wearing t-shirts. Yeah. yeah. 100% t-shirts. Mm-hmm. I blame the t-shirts. T-shirts, yeah. So, I mean, what are they getting? Are they getting yesterday's hot dogs? Day old bread, bananas. Well, a- a- and then there's this girl right here. Where was this? Oh, that's who's standing at the deli counter? I found a very long clip. It is. A, it is a long one. And then, if you keep watching this, you can cut it. If you watch that long enough, she turns around and says, "Are you gonna make the sandwich or keep filming?" Yeah. <laughs> Just another day in Philadelphia. It's crazy. As AOC would say, though, these are people that are just trying to provide food for their families. They're trying to. This is this is the unfortunate thing that they've gone through. Well, they love that food so much. I saw some of it being thrown across the store. Yeah, Uh, like they were just throwing stuff at some point. And of course, like everything, they just start you know going crazy. You know, just rereading in there. It's crazy. But uh, speaking of reactions from people, uh, Nancy Pelosi made an appearance in. 
Uh, was she in New York? Is that where know. that concert was? Global Citizen thing. They, they bring her out. And, uh, well, just play the clip. I couldn't talk about it. Everybody's booing. They bring they bring Smirnoff One out onto the stage, interrupt the concert for some of the uh, stylings, free you know some of the, uh, the whatever that is whatever the, the freestyle of you wanted motorboats Nancy though, Pelosi just, had yeah. motorboat them the uh, la, 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 la. <laughs> and they boot her. You know why though? So <laughs> have you been to New York recently? No. So <laughs> absolutely not. So New York is. It's, it is cut between two people. You have, obviously, the ultra-liberals, but even though Global Citizen is a very liberal brand and concert, the liberals aren't... They're still not going out to shows. They're still afraid. They're, they're still scared. mass. They're terrified to go out. So the people that are going are the more conservative-minded concert goers yeah. or the centrists that know that Pelosi is the absolute dumpster fire uh, of, of Smirnoff, Smirnoff yeah. 1. Yeah. And they're like, th- this is a group of people that although they are at a liberal concert, this is a more conservative-minded audience. That's a great point. That's a great point, because by and large, they're still driving their electric cars alone, sitting there with masks on. Deathly afraid. And scared of each other. Yeah. I was there a couple months ago, and I was like, whoa, COVID is still hot and heavy. Yeah. It's crazy. That's weird. Yeah. But you're right. That's a good assessment of that. I I agree with you on that, because they're still not going out in public. No. You know? They're watching from home, online. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But for Nancy to go out there, and I don't know who thought it's a good idea to bring an 83 or 82-year-old woman out on stage uh at like it would never cross my mind to bring my great grandmother when she yeah. was alive out at one of my concerts and be like this woman's gonna really get the crowd going you know she weighed 68 pounds and had kyphosis and a hunchback like i don't i can't imagine her just going you know what we're gonna we're gonna get it going up in here <laughs> i can't imagine them bringing bar, out a 79 really. year old dementia pa- patient no, not, not at all not at all what'd you say brandon i was gonna say right. there's probably just an open bar True. <laughs> Valid. Smart. She probably, what happened was she was in the green room at Craft Services and uh, she just wandered out. Like she just <laughs> drunkenly meandered out on the stage. Oh my God, there's a bunch of people out here. Let's go out and press the flesh. <laughs> Something like that. I don't, I mean, they, I think they thought it's New York City. We're going to be in great shape. Of course. Yeah. They don't look at the no. optics and the metrics. And the guy goes, What's up? Why is everybody booing? <laughs> what happened? Nancy, what'd you do? Yeah. I don't know. Who's this bitch? Can we get Fauci? Can we get Fauci? Oh, my God. Uh, Anyway, so uh, Joe Biden, he claimed that democracy is on the ballot. Play that clip. And it's not hyperbole to suggest right now democracy itself is on the ballot as well. Folks, I believe America is at an inflection point. I apologize to... I've, I'm a labor guy. I've spent a lot of time with all of you, not all of you, but with labor movement since I got elected in my whole career. But, and I apologize if I repeat some things, but I think we're really at an inflection point. It occurs every three, four, five generations. It doesn't occur every election. And by inflection point, I mean that these moments, these are going to determine the shape of everything to come after, what we do now. What we do in the next several years is going to determine what this country looks like in 25 and 30 years. It's that consequential. Now, 46 days to choose. 46 days. And the path offered by Democrats is contrasted with the one offered by the MAGA Republicans. Yeah. 
got to slide that MAGA Republicans thing in there. But, I mean, he's reading that. Yeah. Okay. And they wrote inflection three times in a 30-second span, and somebody actually thought that was a good they speech. They thought right? it was a good speech. Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. But they, they read that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wrote that, and he read that. Mm-hmm. So and then they've got to throw in the MAGA Republicans thing. What does America look like in 25 years? Oh. I mean, <laughs> I mean if, they, if nothing changes. What's the, if nothing changes? I mean, what's that? What's that one? Uh, there was that. I don't. Not Netflix. One of those shows that has the man in the castle or whatever it was, where yeah. China essentially, or it, it, it's as if the World War II was won by yeah, if Germany and Japan had right, won World right, War II, right, right, right. Yeah. Essentially, and that's honestly is a doomsdayer. And, and you ended our our last episode of Blunt Force discussion with this kind of negative realist perspective. And honestly, if twenty five years have somehow uh, 2022 doesn't change things and twenty and, and 2024 then keeps going in the same direction, I think the 25-year plan is, uh, I've said for a long time, our, our economy from a, um, from a Dow Jones-type perspective, from a market will never recover, will we'll be a flat line just like other parts of the world. It will not be that constant uptick. And in all reality, if that, if that is the way that our, our economy goes, the people will follow. And I think the woke culture will actually win, unfortunately, because I don't think the conservatives are, are strong enough to actually stand behind their, their morals and laurels. But my so. thing is, let's say everybody just starts accepting everybody. You want to you wanna have sex with kids? Fine, that's okay. You want to have drag shows for families? Fine, that's okay. You want to put transgender literature in the libraries? Fine, that's okay. You want to teach CRT? You want to teach 1619 Project in our schools? Fine, that's okay. Let's just everybody get along, right? Anything goes. Complete and total anarchy. It's hypersexualization. Uh, you, can, you can screw goats. It doesn't matter. It's just fine. There's no judgment left in the world. That was a curveball. Well, the goats. The goat? <laughs> you lost me at the goats. <laughs> it's like the old Rodney Carrington thing. Where he's like, oh, I don't think I'd have told that. Yeah. Uh, you're confessing your sins in church. <laughs> I had sex with a goat. I don't think I'd have told That's that one. Something. But uh, if you got all of that stuff, and it's just everybody loves everybody. I mean, everything is one big extended lifelong burning man, right? It's total debauchery. We could, you could kill, maim, murder, rape, whatever. You could steal. At what point in time do you stop and ask yourself, okay, but what are we going to eat? Right. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, look what happened to Rome. It was a fall of Rome. I mean, we're outlining what happened to, to that culture. Yeah. And fact is, if you look at other parts of the world, that kind of woke ideology, like in China, Russia, these places do not believe the same way that our country thinks is is okay and right. what we're opening ourselves up to which is why i fear that we'll be taken over yeah uh and in, 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 we're not i'm not doomsday or like oh i'm china's about to wage war i think it's uh, the weaker we get the more vulnerable we become yeah. and again who's gonna hunt who's gonna eat and i'm not just thinking literally yeah I, I've said it. I've said it over and over again about that. They're trying to weaken us. It's the it's the beta male thing. It is the whole let's make everybody food sissy too. boy and take over their farmland, take over their ranch land, take over all the stuff. Let's make everybody eat bugs. Uh, we'll talk about that in the next segment because more and more that's coming, which is weird to me. But they're just getting us ready. Yeah, it's it's desensitizing, dehumanizing. And all of this stuff for a globalist deal to come in. And yeah, yeah that's, that's me being, I'm pretty doomsday in that yeah. regard. All right, when it comes to liberals in Congress, there's no way they would accept term limits on themselves. Yet now they're, they're really fighting tooth and nail to impose term limits on Supreme Court justices. Uh, term limits for thee, but not for me is kind of their motto. 
And it sounds completely hypocritical, and it should. But, of course, uh, since when has that ever been a problem for the left? They do whatever it takes to seize more power, even if it means purging the Supreme Court of its most experienced justices. Uh, to no one's surprise, their new court purging scheme would remove long-serving conservative justices, people like Clarence Thomas and uh, Samuel Alito. Then they would be replaced with new justices who would rubber stamp their radical agenda. Since Democrats are working hard to pass court purging with term limits, we need to work even harder to stop it or the Supreme Court, as we know it, will never be the same. If you care about the integrity of the Supreme Court, you don't want to see it taken over by political hacks. Visit Supreme Coup com. You've heard me talk about this before. If you haven't visited and signed, do it today. That's Supreme C-O-U-P, SupremeCoup.com. And we'll be right back. All right, welcome back. That time of the program where I wax eloquent, folks. I want you to remember something with me. Just a few years ago when a certain rallying cry rippled up and down the left and even got a fair bit of airtime in the media, this catchphrase became the slogan of emerging orders such as Antifa, and I'm sure you've heard it. Uh, the phrase was, punch a Nazi. Now, if when I said that, you immediately thought to yourself, gosh, I haven't heard that phrase in a while. Well, you'd be right. It kind of went out of fashion for a while, probably mostly because the left has been diligently working to rebrand themselves as the side of peace ever since they got mad and burned down a few cities, which you'll probably also remember. Nevertheless, the punch a Nazi mentality has not gone away, and there's little doubt that it typifies the modern perception of an intention toward the right. And that is fully on display in the story from last week about a man who literally ran over an 18-year-old kid because he was, according to this murderous piece of garbage, a Republican extremist. Like that was basically this dude's excuse for committing vehicular homicide. And by the way, investigators have already debunked this idea. Kaylor Ellingson was not, in fact, part of a Republican extremist group. And Shannon Brandt, the 41-year-old piece of garbage who struck him, is currently out on a $50,000 bond because he has, quote, a job, a life, and a house, and things that I don't exactly want to see go by the wayside, family that are very important to me. That's cute. Well, uh, guess who else had family who was important to him? Anyway, if the criminal justice system pulls its head out of its ass and anyone's eventually selling tickets to this dude's execution, let me know. I've got money burning a hole in my pocket. Now, let's get back to the whole punch a Nazi thing, because this case is going to go where it goes. Shy of some new and bizarre evidence coming forward, this guy is surely going to be brought up on murder charges, and one would hope he will disappear into a cell for the rest of his miserable and trashy life. North Dakota, where this took place, no longer has the death penalty, but like I said, maybe they'll pull their heads out of their asses someday. Punching a Nazi is based in a very old philosophical concept, one which is not well suited to a stable society. It's the concept of evil being good if it's done to the right person, and it's tricky because it's not always an inaccurate thing. For example, punching a literal Nazi who was engaged in literal Nazi behavior really might be a good thing, or at least a just thing. There's a difference, you know. Sometimes justice isn't only, is, is only not pretty, it's ugly as hell, but that doesn't mean it's not just. In the case of punching a Nazi, though, what we were seeing wasn't a philosophy of true justice. It was an ideological affirmation of your right to lash out at whoever you see fit, merely for their mortal sin of disagreeing with you. 
And while the phrase itself has died down among the left, the spirit behind it has gone nowhere. You see the President of the United States standing in front of a blood-red background and talking about the danger posed by half of the country to the other half in the form of extremism, and the picture starts to clarify. I'm not blaming Biden, by the way, for this asshole running a kid over. I blame the asshole. But I'm very concerned about the culture that produced the asshole, too. Folks, we have to be judicious in the way that we approach violence. There are people on the left whose mouths do nothing but spew the most idiotic and bigoted horseshit I've ever heard. And I'm talking actual extremist types, and I've never punched one of them in the face, let alone hit them with my car. Why? Why is what's good enough for the goose is not good enough for the gander? Because speech is not violence, folks. It's not. We know this, and we've got to find a way to get the left to see it, or we're going to end up in another damn civil war of some type or another one of these days. I don't want that. You don't want that. Nobody sane should want that ah now hillary clinton (laughs) the other day had some things to say about uh about uh those of us quote on the right uh do you have that clip by chance you guys have that thing let's play it i remember as a as a young student you know trying to figure out how did people get basically um, drawn in by Hitler. How did that happen? And I'd watch newsreels and I'd see this guy standing up there ranting and raving and people shouting and raising their arms. I thought, what's happened to these people? Why did they believe that? You saw the rally in Ohio the other night. Trump is there ranting and raving for uh, more than an hour and you have these rows of young men with their arms raised. I thought, what is going on? So there is a uh, real pressure, and I think, I think it is fair to say we're in a struggle between democracy and autocracy. All right. Now, again, let me, let's be real clear. The thing that made Nazis Nazis was not the hand-raising. No. Okay. Again, you see people in any – I mean, it's like saying the white power sign or whatever, saying okay with your fingers right. is, is some sign of white supremacy, but yet you got – we got pictures of everybody on the planet, black, white, brown, yellow, green, purple. I, they've all made that symbol with their yeah. hands. And then you want to take a picture out of context and say, see, they're white supremacists. Yeah. You By know? the way, Biden did that a couple months ago. And I'm like, where's this? He was doing this thing. Exactly. Like, no, it's just, you, got Ob- you got Obama doing it. You got AOC doing it. You every got every human. Every being. human being has said, OK, including butt week. Yeah. <laughs> At some point in time. Yeah. Uh, and Eddie Murphy playing Buckwheat is that okay? Everybody's done it at some point in time. Now you can take that out of context right there and say that Chad Prather's making a white power sign on Twitter somewhere. Yeah, we're gonna check back in on our Twitter here in a going. minute. Um, yeah, it's it's when you look at that speech and then you look at it's such a weird division. And the perfect example is the guy that ran over the kid that's out on fifty thousand dollars bond. Yeah, 50 grand and he's complaining about it bro you ran over somebody and it's this blind allegiance not realizing that what the actual Nazis did what Hitler did which was start with health and which is what the left has done with vaccination status yeah. it's the exact same thing they are playing by that handbook and they're making sure like Saul Linsky, rules for radicals they are flipping it over and manipulating yeah. it what they're doing they're essentially doing what they're blaming the other side of doing yeah. and it's sick The if you take uh, I was checking in on our tweet no here. you're good Checking on our tweet. Um, I said Nazis suck. Nazis suck. Now, again, just because people were at, oh, I saw Donald Trump. He was ranting and railing. I've never really seen Donald Trump rant or rave or anything else. Yeah. Like, it's pretty comedic most yeah. of the time. 
people had their hand raised. Oh my God! I want to see that. I've I've not seen a. I've been to a couple. I've never seen a whole bunch of. No. Yeah. I mean, I saw a deal where they were pointing at the deal. They had their finger up like that yeah. or whatever they were doing. Um, somebody said, "I can't believe I live in a world where this is not obvious." <laughs> um, <laughs> said Nazis suck. Somebody said hard. <laughs> somebody said, "And the Volkswagen Beagle, Beetle is proof." Uh, somebody said, "You don't have to tell me twice." Uh, and this person. Uh, I want some hate. What do you got? Come on. I know, dude. I'm looking for it. <laughs> uh, uh, well, there's Hillary Clinton. There's a meme of Hillary Clinton here from when she said to Donna Brazil, if that effing bastard wins, we're all going to hang from nooses. You better fix this shit. It's a direct quote from Hillary. Statistically um, Somebody said, uh, true, they've lost and they're dead. Good riddance. Somebody said, Democrats are even worse. Don't agree with that. Oh, here it is. They love Trump because here's a picture of somebody selling a Trump flag. And there's a Nazi flag right next to it. So they this, by the way, this was a guy who came to a, a, a the Bloomsburg Fair. And as soon as he set up shop, they shut him down and kicked him out. OK, so this is not again. This is one of those fake news deals. Mm-hmm. But there it is. There's the deal. Um, this person said, uh this uh this one says worse than your stock picks i actually didn't believe there was anything this guy knew less about politics turns out i was wrong (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i think i would stick with my spot stock picks there um just think we're doing a 1930 nazi rerun there's a song in there um um let's see says the guy who's triggered by interracial marriage now this this is a troll who keeps coming up because i made a tweet uh, last November that said, based on current television commercials, white folks no longer marry other white folks. It's true. Uh, LOL. Y'all try too hard with this woke bullshit. Just let people be people. Thanks. Did you watch football this weekend? Yeah, I did. Was not every commercial, every commercial. an interracial couple? Uh-huh. Well, every commercial is an interracial couple. If we want to go by the democratic or the, the, the demographic makeup of this country, commercials do not represent it in any they, way, shape, 100%. or form. Not at all. 100%. And that's I'm pointing out is white people don't marry white people. Black people don't marry black people anymore. Yeah. It's not built in reality. And in all reality, I don't care. It's fine. I don't care who's on the commercials. But if you're going to keep telling me we live in an oppressive white society, it's just factually incorrect. If, it, if we were in an oppressive society, if you go to that Wawa, there would have been police officers mowing down right. those kids. Exactly. fact is we just don't. It's, it's, You'd have lined them fact, up outside the building and shot them. Factually incorrect yeah. at this point. Here, here's another troll that says, oh, Chad says Nazis suck. Also, Chad says, look out, white people. They're coming for you. This is from a tweet last November where I said, I don't care if you're a liberal, lefty, or loony progressive. If you're white, they plan on devouring you. Wait for it. Your time's coming. It wasn't about you. It wasn't about anything. I'm just saying, if you're white, they're coming for you. Right. Now, apparently, um, look out, white people, they're coming for you. They are. Yeah. They what are. Was the, what was the guest you had a couple weeks ago that used to be, he's a comedian, funny, yeah, I watched that episode, funny guy, used to be a liberal, got canceled by his own people, and then started. Oh, Jamie Kilstein. Kilstein. Jamie Kilstein. That was a great show. Yeah. yeah. And same type of concept. They're, at one point, they're going to come they're for you. They're going to come and they devoured him. Yeah. They devoured him. All right, we got to go to a break. Uh, homeowners, beware, you could already be victim of home title theft, not have a clue. Some cyber thief may have already forged his name on your title to your home. Here's how you find out. My partners at Home Title Lock have a special free offer for my listeners. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, then simply enter your address for your free no obligation home title scan it's how you discover if a cyber thief is already camping on your home's title look the title to your home is the only document that proves you own it once he forges your title he can take out loans against your home or forge your name stating he's the new owner so here's what i want you to do make sure your title is secure and uh, in your name 
go to HomeTitleLock.com, use promo code RADIO, enter your address for a free no-obligation home title scan. That's a $100 value. Again, HomeTitleLock.com, use promo code RADIO. One more time, HomeTitleLock.com, promo code RADIO. Be right back. Uh, I mentioned earlier they want to dehumanize you, desensitize you. That's why they're doing all the drag show stuff to to kids. Yeah, you know we we were talking about even as a even as a man. God, I don't want to replay the whole conversation we had, but even as a man, you walk into a place like a strip club or something like that, you feel the aura. Right, you walk into a different. deal like that, it's just something different. And it, but when you start throwing kids in front, it desensitizes them. Yeah. To, to these things whether it's a drag show or and they're bringing female strippers out there on stage it's now the newest one putting yeah i think that was a carrot to see like let's see how the right deals with this guess what we feel the exact same way you exact shouldn't have a way. seven-year-old in sniffers row trying to put dollar bills in a yeah. woman's g-string yeah and they were it's insanity they were and there's a there's there's the video of them out there doing it um and so that if they do that they dehumanize you it's easier to kill you yeah Later on, it's easier to exterminate or you. control you either way. Yeah, see, like if it, if they can redefine an unborn baby and and call the baby a fetus, you, you relabel it, right? So now it's easier to it's easier to get rid of that, uh, which was what it was all about anyway. You don't want to say I'm I'm going to go and abort my baby. Yeah. I'm I'm aborting a fetus. And right. So now people just like Stacey Abrams coming out and says, "Well, fetal heartbeat's not real." Right. Yeah, that's like saying the gap in your teeth ain't real, <laughs> Stacy. We know it's there. We, yeah. It's there. Female stray hand. Yeah, her brain. Like that. Yeah, that's not there. <laughs> so there's an insect protein startup. It's raised $250 million in funding in NovaFeed. Um, it's um, producer of insects for animal and plant nutrition, has raised $250 million in a round of funding led by Cutter's Sovereign Wealth Fund. Uh, it's reported by Business Wire. So they're, it's, they've entered it as an um, it's alternate, alternative protein market. Um, a lot of companies are getting into this thing. Companies like Impossible Foods, Beyond Meat, offering plant-based substitutes, creating vegan options meant to rep- replicate the taste and texture of meat. You know, if, if veganism was so damn good, why do they try to make the food taste like meat? Exactly. It, well, I, I think I've told you I was a vegan for almost a year yeah. and I felt great. Like, honestly, and I think there's some positives to it. Problem I, is, I have no doubt in that we, regard. The stuff that we have created chemically to put on our bodies that tastes and feels and makes us like, oh, you're eating hamburger, especially impossible. Beyond's done a little bit better. Impossible is now deemed not even fully safe yeah. for, for human consumption. And like some of these, these bug alternatives, I think it's a great idea, but you can't fully change up the human body in terms of what they're eating. Yeah. And some of the things they're using. Some, I think it's the mealworms are actually deemed toxic to the human being. So we have to have a little bit just because it's vegan isn't good. And what happened? I told you what happened after I I was vegan for a year. My testosterone levels were they dropped terrible. They dropped no Woody. <laughs> the the uh, and I saw the clip of Robert Downey Jr. I mean here's Iron Man Iron Man who is telling Steve Colbert that here's your little mealworm milkshake stuff. Yeah, I saw that. Here's your little deal. Um, no, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Now I'll eat cricket, like I'll eat some of the high protein. Cricket. I've done try, it, and they're because, not bad. And I mean, I've done it somewhat as a novelty, even in Africa when I was in Africa. I mean, right. I've still done it. Yeah, I've eaten some stuff that was like, okay, that's here. 
Um, that's the thing. But it's not a full replacement at all. Yeah, and and look, the the closest thing in terms of genus and species to a lobster that you love to eat is a cockroach. So I can see where we're at, but I'm not. Still, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to eat bugs. Is what I'm trying to say. Regularly, not regularly. No, I, I mean do, I'm I sure try I cockroach. eat Chinese food all the time. You never know. And I'm sure there's some things in there that probably wouldn't pass inspection if we brought it down to the mi- macronutrients. Oh, it's no taste like chicken. <laughs> Does it taste like chicken? You put the salt, that honey sauce, all that sugar sauce or whatever, and it all tastes the same. Uh, there's no telling what parts we're putting in our body. But the fact that they're trying to, and I'm not again, I'm not saying okay. God knows what's in a chicken nugget. God only knows what's in a chicken nugget or a slice of bologna. That's not the point. The issue is they're trying to normalize it and just say, yeah, you're eating bugs. You're eating bugs. Because historically, if somebody says, well, there's a butthole in that weenie. Like there's a <laughs> or a weenie in that butthole. Well, it could be. That's a whole other delicacy right there. But if there's buttholes in my wieners, then let me tell you something. I don't want to know it, right? right. I don't want to know it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, that's where we're at. That's I hope you at. want to know if there's a butthole in your weenie or weenie in your butthole. It, though. I think you're gonna know it. Hey, have you seen have you seen the the butthole babies or the butt yeah. babies that they're these, for gay dudes or whatever that want to feel the pain of childbirth? They're yeah. shoving these five pound butt babies up their butts. Eat five pounds of cheese and just wait <laughs> yeah. a, wait a week. Same thing. <laughs> um, that is not the same. That does not replicate childbirth. It's so weird at all. So um, that's just another weird freaky fetish. You want to put something big in your bum. It's weird, Anthony. <laughs> I can't even. I when can't I saw that, that I was man. like, this is a joke. It's not. It's not I, a I, joke. I can't. All right, here's the deal. Well, here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to go to break. going to come back. There's closing thoughts. And then uh, we, tomorrow we're going to continue this conversation. Because right. I, I don't think we can leave this at butt babies. No, that's awkward. And just walk away from it. Yeah, that'd be a shame. I really way. don't think we can. Yeah. Oh, guys, what's the first thing you notice when you look at a photo of yourself? If you said receding hairline or bald spot, keeps can change all of that. Hair loss can be tough. You see it in your pictures. Your barber points it out to you. You find yourself wearing your baseball cap. All right, cowboy hat, what's up? So what you're going to do about it, if your plan is a buzz cut, don't shave it. Save it with Keeps. Keeps is clinically proven, FDA-approved hair loss treatments available online. Whether you're looking to prevent hair loss, stimulate hair growth, or take better care of the hair you have, your Keeps medical provider will help you Find the right products and develop a personalized hair-saving routine that works for you. It's easy. No waiting rooms or pharmacy visits. Keeps is delivered straight to your door at about half the cost of a traditional pharmacy. That's half the cost. And if you have questions, you can message your Keeps provider 24-7. If you're ready to take action, join thousands of guys who have saved their hair with Keeps. Visit Keeps.com slash loss. I'll get you 50% off your first order. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash loss. Keeps.com slash loss. And we'll be right back. All right, uh, Anthony's coming back tomorrow. We're just we're just going to sit right here and just keep talking. Uh, and so you want to tune in for that? We're going to talk about butt babies and all other amazing stuff, butt babies, bug, bug eating, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should call it that, butt butt babies and bug bug eating. That's, That's hard to weird, say, actually. Awkward Brandon. show. Let's skip that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway because I got the biggest sale I've ever done at watchchad.com. You can go over to my website where all the fun stuff is. 33% off all the stuff in my store right now. Uh, there's a promo code 33SALE. Uh, we got to get rid of stuff because we're moving to another warehouse and distribution center. So we got to get rid of a lot of stuff on the shelf. Uh, I'm going to be in Godly, Texas, and uh, that is going to be Saturday night at Del Norte Tacos. 
uh, me and about a thousand of our closest friends there. So get your tickets and come to that also at watchchad.com. Tune in to Anthony's show, Blunt Force Discussion. You're putting that out, what, once a week? Once a week. And uh, we also got Truth Will Set You Free with Barb coming back, too. Truth oh, Will Set You Free USA, Barb and Dave, uh, Great American Syndicate people. So yeah. that's coming back. If as you well. enjoyed the show with Barb Allen on here, of course, you want to tune in because she's been a, good, a frequent guest on Anthony's show. So doing more stuff there. So check them out, Blunt Force Discussion. Of course, follow Anthony Russo on all the socials that are out there. It's good content. And you're thanks, consistent. Brother. It's good stuff. Yeah. Thanks. I like that. I try. Uh, I always say you do it and you do it right. A lot of people don't. But uh, anyway, we're going to keep this conversation going. I would be remiss if I didn't tell you to subscribe to Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Chad and use promo code Chad to save. Go to shop. Uh, well, chadonblaze.com and do a little shopping. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow night. It's Tuesday. We'll see you then. Bye.